1: What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs from my daily devotions, become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but again, they make me smile, and so when I'm teaching for me to be smiling, that's good for the listeners. So that's how I look at that. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus, is coming back sooner than you think, and we should be going, amen. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use if we decide to be doers and not hearers. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Well, it's not really the humor. (laughs) We don't have a show because of that. But it is funny, isn't it? Yep. Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. Let's loop that we don't know what we're doing. We'll loop it again. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care, at least not that much. In the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian, going through the process where you know you're doing everything that the best you can do it before the Lord, and you're sitting there thinking, why am I struggling in this? Why am I struggling in this? And then you look up to the Lord and you go, why am I struggling at all your power lives inside of me and then you begin to realize it's because you're not and i'm not tapping in quite the way that we need to be doing hey if you've got an opinion a comment a thought or a question if you've got something you want to share something the lord's been working on in your heart in your mind maybe you have a praise report and you just want to share it and you want to have other people hear some of the cool things that god is doing Perhaps you have a prayer request and you're like, I need other people to join in my faith so that our collective faith can have more of an impact because my faith's a little low. This is a great place to do it. It's a great place to do it because we will combine our faith. We will laugh together. We will cry together. We will rejoice together. We will weep together because that's what the scripture commands us to do. We are brothers and sisters in the Lord, and if we don't start acting like it, it's just an evidence of our immaturity. We might as well start getting in the program now, because in a thousand years, we'll be in the program for all eternity. So you might as well get it rolling now. Here's the bottom line. If you want to reach out to us, you can call 972 445 0770. That's 972 445 0770. When you call 972 445 0770, it's like getting a free pizza delivered to your house with soda and dessert, and somebody else paid for the pizza and gave a tip so you don't have to do anything because when you call that number, you'll be talking to Captain Chris and then you will be.
0: I do that, and now
1: I'm hungry. I wasn't even hungry, and then I did that, and now I'm thinking, that sounds good. Anyway, you can also text in two one four two one zero eight four eight three. 8483 That's two one four I'm not sure if you have a, a, a cell phone or a smartphone or any kind of phone that charges rates. I can't even figure out my bill for my water, let alone a phone. So, I mean, we're not going down that road. But text us during the show. and We will do our best to respond or reply, 214-210-8483. Or you can email us, david at org. That's david at org. That's not Frank. It's not Steve. It's not Joe. It's not Ralph. It's david at org. Additionally, we always send you to the website. We do that for a couple of reasons. On the website, some information about the ambassador program. We're trying right now as we're working on the, finalizing the doctorate to ramp up collaterals for people that want to get involved. You can always check that out on the website. Additionally, there is an app there that works everywhere if you uh, have an Android. Sorry, I don't have the Apple one yet. Sorry, we're... I know we're a large time operation, but uh, (laughs) the finances are devoted to other things like uh, building planets and stuff. Then uh, additionally, just so you can be kind of in the know, we are uh, in our financial crunch time. Whenever we get close to rent, we always go, rent's coming. Radio rent's coming, and we don't want you to forget it, but we don't want you to feel guilty. We just really believe that if the Lord puts it on your heart to give, great place to do it's on the website. If he doesn't put it on your heart to give, perhaps he will put it on your heart to pray. He may be gracious that way and do it that way. Whatever the case may be, we still want you to check out the website because you can put a prayer request request up there or a praise report, and that's a good thing to do. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request?
0: HeMustIncrease.org
1: Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org <laughs> Okay, now, I'm just going to ask you, Canon? A canon? Was that a
0: canon? Or
1: is that like a, a bazooka? I mean, what does it have a title? Miley Coyote. That and that's just like when he blows up. That's what's when he dynam- falls and so hits the bottom of the canyon. It's like dynamite, or it's when he hits the actually hits the bottom. Oh, I see. So it's when he lands. Okay. Now I've been wondering about that. I stay up at night, two, three, four in the morning, going, "What does that sound come from?" Uh yeah. You're listening to the show. Don't look at me. I'm not giving you anything. It's like, what are you strange? I'm, you're listening. I mean, what? <coughs> Okay, let's go right into the text. Okay. Uh We are in, what are we? This is Wednesday, right? We're in Psalm 17. We're doing the last half of the psalm right now. Uh Basically, we're doing about 15 verses and one little pop. But It's really, this first one's really good. Psalm 17, verse 8, which, by the way, if you don't know this verse, Psalm 17, verse 8, you should. You should know this verse. This is a verse that will bless you, that will help you, that will encourage you. Listen to what it says. Keep me as the apple of your eye. Hide me under the shadow of your wings. For the wicked who oppress me from the deadly enemies who surround me. They have closed up their hearts and their mouths. They speak proudly. They have now surrounded us in our steps. They have set their eyes crouching down on the earth as a lion is eager to tear his prey, and like a young lion lurking in secret places. Remember, David's psalm here is a prayer of ultimate deliverance, right? So we're getting, don't forget what I told you, we're getting ready to go into Psalm 18. When we get there, you're going to be like, lights out incredible, okay? Just telling you, lights out incredible, the whole thing. But here's what I want you to remember, and this is something that gets forgotten, and I think it's important for you and I to grasp, and we talked about it a little bit the other day. Have you ever seen your child or your friends or your parents or a spouse in such a light that for a moment they look radiant? They're just like, wow, they just look great. The beauty of their existence blesses you. That is what you look like to God. I want you to hear that because some people do have a self-esteem issue, and we talked about this the other day. Hey, your value, your worth, it's the blood of Jesus Christ. No price can be paid higher. And what I want you to catch is that sometimes you'll see something. Sometimes you'll see a sunset. Sometimes you'll see even, uh, um, you know, uh, a, a scene, an action, something. Maybe it's in nature. Maybe it's something else. And you're just like in awe for a split second. You're like, whoa, that's cool. Whoa. Right? Maybe it's even a painting of the way the certain colors come together. It's like, wow, oh, that is awesome. Look at that. Look at the glory of that. That is less than what God sees when he sees you you are the apple of his eye you are I mean in the in the heat in the Hebrew the actual Hebrew it is the 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 pupil of his eye the central focus and you can probably make a strong case saying that when God has, fixed his eyes on things, you and I are a part of that fixation, but I like the idea of understanding it as the apple of his eye, because, first of all, uh, many translators go that direction, I think, and leads that way, but the other part of this is that God looks at you, and he's not disgusted, he's not discouraged that you haven't come farther, he's not disappointed with you the way that you're disappointed with yourself. Nobody has to tell me that they're disappointed with themselves. I'm disappointed with myself all the time. I get it. But what revives me, what brings me back, what brings me forward again is the love that God has for me and that his opinion of me is better than mine. Not that I don't have the flaws. Not that I'm not full of holes like Swiss cheese. No, no, none of that. But that deep at the core, God looks all through me, top to bottom, examines me, every element of me, and delights in me. I don't do that. I I I I have. I don't know if I've ever, even in my height of my arrogance, I'm not sure I've done that. But what keeps me going is knowing that I am the apple of his eye. That when he looks at me, he smiles. No, that doesn't mean he's not disappointed from time to time. He's not this. But I'm talking about that perspective that God looks at you in that longing, loving way. The beauty of your existence blesses the Lord. And that's why he's going to spend eternity with you
0: in spite of what you've done.
1: See, that's called love. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Going to take a short break, then come back. Don't go anywhere. Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the
0: David Spoon Experience on KAAM.
1: The David Spoon Experience. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm just being honest, right? Because I'll pull from—I'm I'm Jewish. I was trained well, and I you pull from multiple directions. This was one of those things. So I kind of needed to recognize that sometimes I'm obnoxious, and I need to make up for it. And the whole point of me telling you this is— Sometimes you will do things that doesn't necessarily mean you're wrong, but because you didn't have the right spirit going on when it happened, you need to make up for it. Now, by that, I mean this. So Noel uh, found out. Uh, yesterday that she had to get up at four thirty this morning because the president of quote unquote the company was coming in because they were doing a remodel and her section was one of the sections that are being remodeled so she had to be at work at six in order to be there okay all right so uh, now i'm already i'm not in the doghouse or anything i just you know feeling like i i could have done better so you know what i did and i'm telling you this for a reason I got up at 5 in the morning, and I sat with her for about a half hour while she was getting ready, right? And I encouraged her because I knew she was really tired. And then she went to work, and I went back to bed (laughs) for at least an hour and a half until the dog said, that's enough out of you. Get up. You know, that was a whole separate thing. The reason that I bring it up is not because – I did something brilliant. That's exactly not the case. (laughs) In fact, the reason that I had to make it up is because I didn't do something brilliant. But it dawned on me that it is okay – or not okay, but it's probably right for you and I when we're in relationships and we do something that's a little far off or maybe not as uh, authentically Christian as we generally need to be, that we're allowed to make up for it. And so what I was trying to do was communicate with her, I love you. I'm kind of sorry okay I'm sorry all right I'm totally sorry because I'm up at 5 a.m that uh, I yeah I, I didn't I wasn't like nicer about the whole thing and so whatever happened by getting up at five in the morning last night went bye bye and my point in making that um, sharing that with you is simply sometimes we can do things that is A way to say I'm with you without doing a whole bunch, and that will just make some of the dumber things less painful or less dumb. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here's your first trivia question in Jesus' parable. Who said, Give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out? Who said that? Give us some of your oil, our lamps are going out. Okay, who said that in the parable that Jesus taught? If you think you know the answer, you can call 972 You can text in 214 You can send an email at david at mustincrease.org. In the meantime, we will, in fact, do our DNA. D stands for Draw Closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily, which is every day, which means every day, which, wait, means every day, okay? Daily, draw closer to the Lord. N, never be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never, ever, ever, ever be ashamed of Jesus or his words. Never be ashamed and then A, always be ready to serve, To serve, which means that your heart and your mind is not just focused on your universe. It's the nicest way to say it. I just I think it's a great way to say it because what we do is we go, A, hey, our universe, A, hey, our universe, A, hey, our universe. And it's like you need to be, and I need to be, and we need to be sensitive to the Lord that he might want to use us to be a blessing of his grace, mercy, wisdom, truth to somebody else. Which means other people matter, okay? Not other people's money. Other people matter. There you go. How's that? That's good. Hey, that's better. Other people matter. Okay, somebody, quick, get that, make that a website, make a bumper stickers, and everybody will go, yay! All right, somebody is ready to answer the question. So here we go. Here we leaning? This is David. Who am I talking to?
0: Hi, David. It's Deborah.
1: Hi, Deborah. All right, this. This is a great question, and not because I'm using a voice to ask it. Okay, so I want to make sure that nobody thinks it's my great voice that's helping anybody understand this. But in Jesus' parable, who said, give us some of your oil? Our lamps are going out. Who said that? Um, the virgins. Okay, which virgins? Oh. The smart the, the, the smart or the not smart? Uh, They're not smart. They're not smart! That's right! (laughs) (laughs) The foolish version. So there was ten versions. Five were wise. Five were foolish. The foolish ones were like, we're out of oil. Give us some of your oil. We didn't think about taking extra oil. And the five wise ones were like, no, that's not happening. And so So just because people ask. Well, I hope y'all have a nice
0: day. All right.
1: Thanks, Deborah. Appreciate it. Bye-bye. So just because people ask doesn't mean you always say yes. That's a good example right there. You know They asked. They asked. The answer was no. Okay? That's how that one went right there. Okay, so we did that. We did that. We covered that. We covered that. Uh, key, we're, let's pray for Ukraine real fast because I want to make sure we pray every day, and I've got that on my little list. And then uh, also, uh, Noel and I could just use – we're having some f- – Financial warfare, kind of stuffy going on. So, we just need some prayer for that. That's personal. We'll do you guys do that on your own time. But let's pray for Ukraine. Father, we come before you right now. And boy, this is just it just goes and goes. And more people are getting hurt, more people are getting wounded, more people are getting displaced. I just wish you would, in the nicest way I know how to ask you, God, I wish in the name of Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit, you would quiet everyone and bring peace and stillness, Jesus, just like you did. With the waves and the winds. I, I just wish you'd bring peace and a stillness to this situation. We yeah. ask for it for the for the sake of our own planet and for the sake of salvation and redemption for so many, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay? All right. So all right, so Noel and I have gone through a little bit we're gone through a little bit of warfare, not terrible. But I don't like going through it and I don't like doing that in school and the show and few other limpy I'm sorry leg issues and stuff like that so sometimes you just look up and you go all right
0: <laughs> that's, that's enough
1: you know, it would be it would be great if the lord in that sense gave everybody the lotto but then if everybody got the lotto the lotto'll be worth a dollar so i think the lord's given everybody a dollar so nobody can really say anything all right let's pick it up on psalm 8 uh, 17 and now we're in verse Uh, 13, and I want to show you the big difference between the apple of God's eye and the people who are not, and the scripture tells you what that difference is, and here's what he says in verse 13, arise, O Lord, confront him, cast him down, deliver my life from the wicked with your sword, with your hand from men, O Lord, for men of the world who have their portion in this life, and whose belly is filled with hidden treasure and they're satisfied with children and they leave the rest of their possessions for their babes but as for me i will see your face in righteousness i will be satisfied when i awake in your likeness okay Absolutely clear designation to the resurrection. He makes a comparison between the wicked and the not wicked. He makes a comparison between the apple of God's eye and not the apple of God's eye. People that are the apple of God's eye, people that the Lord looks at, and is blessed by the beauty of their existence, they have something that other people who reject God will never have, and that is an eternity that has been set in motion by the hand of God that is fantastic. And the comparison that the, that David draws in verse 13 and 14, actually it's verse 11, 12, 13, 14, between those who are not the apple of God's eye and himself being a believer, is that those people, those wicked people, they have all of their, they're going to have, any good that they're ever going to get is in this life and in this life alone. And that will be it. Now, I understand that there are people in the world that claim to be Christian existentialists, but that is what we would call uh, uh, an impossibility. It's an oxymoron, kind of like jumbo shrimp, if you kind of understand how that works. Uh, And the reason is, is because you cannot be a Christian existentialist and be a Christian and eliminate the eternity part. It's impossible. And even Paul said, if we have nothing but this life, we're of all men most miserable. The premise of going through the Lord, putting us through the trials to look like Jesus so that we are like him when as we're moving towards the actual time we take our dirt nap, and then when we go up from the dirt nap up into the resurrection part, is that we look more and more and more and more and more and more like Jesus, which David kind of gets when he's like, I'll be satisfied when I awaken your likeness, because he knows that and that's the only place he's going to fully realize that. But everything David is hinging on is hinging on that which is coming afterwards, not now. And if all you have is in this life, your treasures, your hopes, and your ideas, you have nothing. Because it's only 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, maybe 120, right? How is that compared to 10,000 years? Just think about that. How is 120 bucks compared to 10 grand? How's that for an illustration? How's 50 bucks compared to 5 million? And we're not even on that surface there. We're not even touching it. And so David says, the apple of your eye, the differential, the distinguishment, Lord, it's that I see your face in righteousness. I'll be satisfied when I awake in your likeness because I am going to live forever with you. And for Christians who do not use your eternity as a stellar component of your strength and joy, you are missing, and I'm missing when I do it, tools that God has given us to endure the process and to get through. I know it's sad and these things, bad things happen and there's tough times and there is sin in the world and it's it's outrageous in its own way and there's a part of you that just wants to vomit when you see half of it. But there's this other part of you that's a Bible-believing, born-again Christian that should be recognizing that you're looking for a city whose builder and maker is God. And this earth is called a footstool while he is preparing mansions. That's all you got to do figure that out. okay? Mansions, footstools, okay get that comparison that's the comparison that's being drawn that Jesus illustrates for us that we pull out of the psalms and you pull out of the prophets so the resurrection something being so so oh the resurrection is so cute it's so wonderful to have that kind of you know you know th- Kind of fairy tale in your mind. First of all, because God uses a two by four and beats us to look like Jesus with that two by four on a regular basis, nobody's going, yay, yay, every five seconds. Not if they're a real Christian. Okay. And then the other part about that is we forfeit now to be to be in the right place later, so to speak. In other words, we yield now not to be a part of the world system, not to be stuck in those realms, so that we can benefit that which is to come. And our decision to be last, not first, means that in the eternity we'll be first and not last. And it's like, okay, (laughs) I'll be last for 120 years. Because after that I get to be first. Yay, forever, yay. So you can either lay up treasures for heaven knowing that it is the place Jesus told you we're going to go if we remain steadfast in faith in him. Or you can try and put everything here on earth, have one bad accident on the road, and have everything blow up in your face. Your call. That, that's what it is. Your call. Your choice. Everybody's betting. We're just betting on the long game. That's it. Get it? We're betting on the long run. All right, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KWM Seven Seventy, the Truth Station here in Texas. Taking short break, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
0: What is the David Spoon Experience? Ephesians chapter five. Ephesians chapter 5, our words will justify us or condemn us. And we understand our words will justify us or condemn us because they reveal our hearts. So therefore, in conclusion that our words justify us or condemn us because they reveal our hearts, we need to remember and operate and function function in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 20, which says this. And actually, you can even look at verse 19. Speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Ephesians five nineteen. Uh, sing and make music in, the, in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because you know, that by your words you're justified and condemned. Because you know they reveal your heart, you ought to make sure that you follow the scriptures that Paul commands us to follow, and you ought to be being thankful in everything. You ought to be being thankful in everything. And if you are thankful in everything, that will be a part of your verbalization or your speech, and that will be a revelation as to what's in your heart. Are you a thankful Christian? For everything and you say well Dave I'm thankful that he saved me but I'm going through this trial and I don't like it I'm not so thankful for the trial and I say I understand I understand that uh, and again not a new revelation coming right here Romans chapter 8 verse 28 tells you the ticket the method, the system by which you can be thankful in everything. you mean I should be thankful in a divorce proceeding? I should be thankful that my brother is a drug addict? I should be thankful that I'm going bankrupt? I should be thankful that these terrible things are happening? Or that I should be thankful that I can't sleep? No, I think you should read Romans 8, 28 with me and respond to this. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. So I think the answer is, can you be thankful in all those things? Yes. For going through a divorce? No. But that God is going to work into your lives good things through this process? Absolutely. If you don't believe that God is going to work things that are good into your lives and your trial, you don't believe anything he says. Because one of the greatest premises that Jesus laid down is, and I, and I caught this just earlier this week, let not your hearts be troubled. There will be trouble in the world. I've overcome the world. It's like, but Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled. Well, As though we had a choice. We do. We do. And we should be thankful in all of it. While we're going through, for the actual drug addiction? No, but that God's not going to give up on the person. He's going to work good out of it. The David Spoon Experience.